This podcast is rated M for mature. Peggy, 18. I will destroy you with my turbo glove, the ultimate weapon against the robot threat. But to be a true hero, you'll have to save your girlfriend. Hey, what's that in your head? It's a, it's, it's a comic book. What's it about? Hey, what's going on, everybody? It is us versus movies. And by us, I mean my good friend here, Dustin Kabil. Hello. Hey, I am Kevin. And today we are talking about the independent movie out of Canada with some Kiwis in there, too. It's Turbo Kid. Yeah, it was a cross-continental production. That's yeah, 2015, 93 minutes, not rated because... It's independent. Exactly. Uh, it's dubbed action sci-fi. I saw someplace said horror in there also, and I was kind of like, no. No, no they have that a very is wrong. broad definition of horror. Though. Yeah, I, I totally disagree with that, but yeah. nevertheless, we are here. It is Turbo Kid. And uh, you want to talk a little bit about it before we dive into the whole adventure that is Turbo Kid? Yeah, just our overall thoughts and impressions. Sure. I liked it. I liked it, too. And I was I had my eye on this movie for uh, for a wee bit. Yeah, because um, what was that other one? Laserhawk or something? Or... Uh... Kung Fury? Kung Fury, yes. Laser Hawk. <laughs> well, didn't Laser Hawk do the music or something? I don't know. Whatever. I, I don't know where I, I, think... I pulled it. You knew what I was going with, though. I, so Kung... I scarcely thought I did. Kung Fury and this movie kind of came up on my radar at the same time. I heard right. some disappointing things about Kung Fury. But this, I was like, oh, I hope this is good. And it was. I enjoyed Kung Fury. I thought it was fun. I can't watch I it a million times. What? I haven't seen it yet. Really? Yeah. Huh. We're talking about Turbo Kid. Now. We are, and let's keep doing that. <laughs> so, Turbo Kid, what did what did you? What's the one big takeaway that you like the most, Kevin? Tons of fun. All right, that's something you can really take away. <laughs> I take away fun, and I'm and by the tons. Uh, I liked uh, just the design of the world. I liked every. I liked. I liked how simple it was mm-hmm. in the story and the ex. I mean, it was still entertaining, but it didn't try to be smarter than its audience it yeah. didn't try to trick you or swerve you or anything it was just it was put together very well it's very tight i mean you can nitpick a couple of scenes for maybe being a little too long and maybe the pacing is just a touch off just a touch but i i, it, I, mean, I wasn't can, i wasn't I upset it about still. it yeah it still works and it wasn't it wasn't bad in any way and i liked it, it was just like here's our simple story here's our hero here's his journey He's on it. He's doing it, and that—that that was it. They didn't try to be too cute. They didn't try to mm-hmm. go over the top. They just—they kept everything in their controlled world environment, and they followed their rules all the time. Yeah, and I think—I uh, mean, you said it best last night after we finished watching it—that uh, they, like, because the setting is 1997, right? And they didn't just do that because it would make it like cheap and something they can control right like there it just seemed like that was a real you know like they chose that because yeah they could get a lot of things from that era mm-hmm. very easily but it just it worked incredibly well with their story and their setting so it wasn't just a a cheap like gimmick right it fit with the it fit the with story the t- they were telling. yeah if it with the time if it with the, the character's motivation the set pieces it was just all well done that way it I mean, people say it's like uh, Mad Max on BMX. I mean, there's a little, a touch of um, Hell Comes to Frogtown a little bit in there for me. Like, it was just all these, my only thing is like a 
post-apocalyptic world, dystopian future, but it's also a, an alternate timeline in a way. Yeah. So I mean, I didn't. My guns didn't raise up about that. I only well, don't. I only don't appreciate that in my comics. Well, that and then when it's in the comics, it's all this high concept sci-fi. Sure. Where this was just a simple story of a kid, and I guess we could just break it into it. Like, yeah. We meet. You know, he's just called the kid. Yeah, he's just the kid. And uh, we see him basically scavenging for just stuff, just crap. Yeah. In the, this you know apocalyptic world. Just stuff from a time long ago. Yeah, a time before the bomb. And uh, we see him just living on his own. We see his little, like, bunker that he has. His little lair. It's got all the nostalgia from days gone by. It's just things he's collected. He holds dear to him that, yeah. you know, personally meant some keepsakes, if you will. And he finds some, you know, just some random shit. Like, he finds batteries. He plays a Walkman. Mm-hmm. You know, just, like, fun stuff. You read the comic book that's clearly been read a few dozen times. And uh, he, he traps a mutated rat. And he goes and he trades the rat and some other stuff at uh, kind of a, the only game in town. This like, I don't know, like a apocalyptic boutique. Yeah, it's like a, a bar slash, you know, like, yeah, what do you call it? Like, fuck, I can't even think of the word. I don't know, it's, like, it's like a way station. Like he goes yeah. in there to trade for goods and. It's almost like a bodega or some shit. Yeah. I mean, there's people drinking. There's you know prostitution. There's there's everything you need in this one just throwaway bunker village town of shit. You know, just yeah. very Fallout ish of like here's a small society everyone's created and we all just kind of convene here and yeah. pretend we're human still after this horrible event. And that's where he trades for like water and some other shit. Well, like food, I think. Yeah. Like cans of food, and, and he gets another Turbo Man comic book, right? And that's where we meet the arm wrestler, right? He is basically, I think his name's Frederick. They call him the cowboy most of the time because yeah. he's very on point with a cowboy. And they do this great gimmick where him and some other like rap scallions are are arm wrestling, Birdman or something. Like that. Yeah, it was some dude, a just very very wastelandish esque yeah. thing, layers of clothes, dirty, you know, the whole thing. Um, and then the way they have it set up is there's these toasters and these hot coils with this design on the coil, and the toasters are activated, so the coil is now insanely hot, mm-hmm. and then they're off. Boom. He's like, ready, ready. And they do the, the arm wrestling match, and then if you lose, boom, your hand's getting branded as a loser or what have you on the yep. other side. Cowboy can't be beat, Dustin. He cannot be beat. He is not branded. No. A little kind of sort of fight ensues where someone hands the, the loser a knife, but mm-hmm. then the cowboy uh, he doesn't he doesn't lose arm wrestling. So if he grabs your arm, and you're not getting that knife in him. They realize they were fucking with the cowboy. Yeah, and the cowboy lets it slide, and they get over it. And he's like, ah, you fucking bitch, you piece of shit. <laughs> they do one of those, and they're off. And then uh, from there, we we discover the cowboy's brother right is missing. Yeah, that, that's what kind of basically brings the cowboy into town and, and mm-hmm. this direction. We find the brother. He's off in this compound run by a man called Zeus. Yeah, it's a pool party. Boy, is it. Where they've taken a pool and you fight You fight to live. You fight to live. And Zeus is played by the most notable name, Michael Ironside. And if this guy can act forever, please let him. Only as a bad guy. Man's a national treasure. <laughs> He's probably Canadian. <laughs> I don't yeah, know. Maybe who knows. But this. he is 
awesome. Yeah, he plays a great villain. He's missing an eye. He has an eye patch on it. Mm-hmm. It's like it looks like it's some sort of metal or like brooch that is like rigged up to be the and eye patch. It was. I mean, it was because he's going by uh, Zeus. It's totally well. It's weird because he went by Zeus. But that was totally like Odin's eye type thing. Mm. So I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. I never got to see what what it was over his eye. Yeah, it, it just looked like a brooch with like a yeah. gem in the or middle. Or some sort some of shit. like, yeah, metal of some kind. Yeah. So then uh, the best, one of the best characters in the whole movie. Hands down. They call him Skeletron. That's his name. He it's never uttered. He wears yeah. he wears like this uh, this football shoulder pads. They're all the Legion of Doom status. They're all spiked out. He has this cool mask with this like it's like almost a Slipknot type esque mask with this hair that's built into it. That's all psychopathic hair coming out of the back and a football jersey sometimes underneath and um, and a, a jock. He has a black cup. Yeah, and I mean he's totally like that whole vibe of uh, anarchist football player going yeah. on. And his, and his weapon of choice is a, basically a saw blade on his right hand. It just goes in there. It, co- it The blade buzzes, and it will slice and dice. It will shoot. Yeah. It will julienne fries. It fucking does everything. Yes. Very cool. And it does a lot of work in this movie. <laughs> and I didn't say it at the time, but this dude is tremendous. His yeah. body language, the he doesn't speak the whole time. No, he just kind of grunts. and His body his language, the, ma- the way he moves and just receiving orders and the way he acts and has shows his frustration without saying a word he's awesome yeah you could not pin any ass clown in that and have him just do that because they've been like Ugh. he's super comfortable in the suit the way he moves he he's kind of stole the show for me a little bit yeah I mean, occasionally it'll like cut to his eyes and he'd sell with his eyes oh he really was well. great You're like oh shit he does look crazy as fuck loved it so the brother unfortunately God, did he not win in the pool party? He, he doesn't make it. He yeah, doesn't. No. Well, we, at that, that point, they don't really reveal what the pool party is. Because he's already down on his knees just begging for forgiveness, begging for the mercy of Zeus. Um, Zeus is like thumbs down. And basically, you ever play what was that, Resident Evil 4? The big potato sack guy with like a chainsaw. Oh, yeah. The yeah. apron. It reminded me of that. And I couldn't have the wrong RE, but um, this guy had a... Just basically a sledgehammer, but instead of the end of the sledgehammer, it's just this big uh, concrete block. Yeah, yeah, it's a concrete block. Just cuts away as he takes one right to the temple. Yeah, a lot of blood in this movie. Good blood though. God, what did it? Excessive blood. It reminded me of Ricky uh, O. A little Ricky O. And then um, uh, uh, Lone Wolf and Cub, like this. Yeah, Samurai Executioner, Lone Wolf Cub, and just the geysers of blood. Um, There was a big resurgence of that in a lot of japanese cinema i saw a whole um oh there's like five that, movies uh, i'm thinking off the top of my head that zombie toilet movie or something no it was before all of that it was oh. like literally like maybe 10 years ago they were doing remember. a lot um it was a detective something the chick with the badge and the sword fuck and the key like they pulled the key out of her leg uh it's gonna kill me now that i can't I remember don't it know that one so i can't help um you. i don't know but it was just that typical like kind of low-budget Japanese type of gore fest where something gets sliced and just geysers of blood fly everywhere, heads getting sliced in half. It's great. It's a lot yeah. of prosthetic effects, a lot of physical effects. Very little... The CG is mostly for, like, explosions and, like, lasers and just stuff like yeah. that, but the gore was, is... I mean, there was some CG blood. Okay, like, just added effect, yeah, though? Yeah, you're, I'll, so. yeah, that's correct. 
And then, uh, so then we cut back to the kid who's reading his comic book, and he's approached by... Yeah, he's out in the middle of nowhere in this swing set. Yeah. He's approached by Apple. Yeah, this uh, girl in all blue, who I think was my personal favorite. She was great. Movie. She was great. She she did great, so... Um, and then she when she puts a slap bracelet on him with like a blue light. It's thing. like yeah, a little blue light. She was like, "Hey, we're friends now." And he's just like, "Man, this chick is weird." Yeah, because she's weird. She's really like off kilter. She's like overly bubbly. She's friendly in a world that is not. Yeah, so automatically she doesn't fit. Like her, even like the color palette for her clothes doesn't work. You know, she's just yeah. a bright. You know. This is purposely done, I assume. Yeah, she had like bleach blonde hair. You know, she's pink. wearing pinkish. Yeah, it was all pink because I, I that stuck with me. I was like pink, and I thought to myself, she's clearly wearing a wig, and then it plays into that later, and I was like, oh, yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> and uh, so then, what? He just wakes up the next day, and he has it, and she's like in his shit, in his bunker, and like made him breakfast. Yeah, she's uh, he's just like whatever crazy chick because the chick goes over and she's like, "All right, I found a new friend. I guess I'll see you later." And you look and it's a corpse she's talking to, and he peeks over the corner. And he's like, "Whoa, this chick's on one. I'm out of here." So he bones out, but it's too late. That bracelet was a tracker, and uh, he kind of has these modes where he just crashes real hard, and he always thinks about the good old days, where his, unfortunately, where his parents got smoked right in front of him. Yeah, which slowly plays out. You get to see a little bit more each yeah. time, which I thought was, I thought it was good because it's not a very long scene. They could have just rushed it out and put it all there, but I think the build up to it uh, actually worked for like a kind of a sleepy dream sequence. Yeah, they give him something to. I don't want to say his motivation, but it's his not his Batman moment, but kind. Of, I mean, it's kind not really of his, is. It's not really his Batman moment. It's just a. It just reveals why he's willing to do what he's. It, it shows what he goes basically it's how he got orphaned. Yeah, pretty <laughs> Cause, much because he doesn't. I mean, clearly it didn't really affect him for a long time. He kind of, in a way, blocks it out, and it's only because of the events happening now that he's started to think about it more. It's true. So they kind of have a moment in this bunker, which is um, which is fine, and he's just like, "Man, this chick's really off," but I kind of like having someone around me. Yeah, and so he, he just, like, allows it. He allows it, and then he kind of breaks down the rules of the wasteland that he abides by, being a scavenger and stuff. And yeah, because like, they go out scavenging, huh? and he has to put the pegs on his uh, his BMX, which I, yeah. I thought was a nice, like, tip to the era. No, yeah, I was it, like, oh, man, everyone fucking wanted those pegs. Yeah, it totally worked. I mean, that's even still a thing now, so it's it's great. Um, and then they're off, and he's just laying down the laying down the rules of, you know, weapons, always have your bike ready, we got to get you a bike, and... Yeah, we got to get you a weapon too. You so. have a weapon, make one. Mm-hmm. So he makes her the gnome stick, but because duct tape in this world solves everything. Yeah, duct tape rules the world. That was the big joke in the '90s. Duct tape does everything. Still kind of a sad used joke now, but Is that a joke. You know people that use that joke. <laughs> I mean, not like. Yeah, actually, <laughs> you should not talk to those people. I try not to. But yeah, Dad, if you ask, if you ask Dad, anyone, I'm talking to you, Pop. If you ask anyone, they'll be like, "Oh yeah, just you duct tape. It'll fucking." It's just such a bad like. Solve everything. Like, I don't, duct tape I don't even. Windex. I don't even. <laughs> fuck you. I don't even want to say urban legend. I just, I just, it's like a stereotype or. Yeah, I mean that's the thing. I blew up it's in like the shtick. late '90s. You know. 
it was probably in some dumb comedy and then it just took culture by a storm everyone was like i do use duct tape for everything lol dude now the duct tape comes in like patterns and like logos you get your yep. favorite sports team you get mm-hmm. star wars duct tape get this man now they're talking about duct tape hey why not my friend his ex-wife and i say ex because he hates that bitch now <laughs> She made things out of duct tape, like wallets. Yeah, that's like old hat. Yeah. She like, didn't invent that shit. No, i sure she didn't, but I don't know why she picked it up to do it. I mean, like, you could, like, plant a tree, or you you could contribute to society. Not but, ruin your marriage. But you want to take... This wasn't the breaking point. It could have been. I was saying this was. I'm it would have sent, it would have sent me over this. the edge. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> hearing that sound all the time, yeah, that might make yeah, you a little I crazy. Mean, she was pretty good at it, but then I saw it. I'm like, I'm not going to have a... You're going to have a duct tape wallet in no. your sweaty ass? You're uh-huh. going to pull your money out? Shit's going to rib? You're going to look like a even, boob? I won't even do one of those mighty wallets that are basically the same thing, like superhero wallets made out of like just thick paper. So she did that, too. She can make superhero logos out of the duct tape, like a Green Lantern one. I remember that's why I brought it up. Oh, very good. It's feeding it all into that. It all comes back to duct tape. Yeah, but so I won't even do one of those mighty ones. It's just like that thick paper. I'm just like, that's not a fucking wall. It's just, you show, you sold me a book cover that you folded up like a dickhead. I had to do that when I was in grade school. Book covers? Yeah, for the books. Fold, yeah. So I, I. Uh, is that mandatory? Yeah, pretty much. It's highly recommended so you don't damage the books when you return them. Because you don't want to get fined, even uh, though it never ever was. I've never heard of that. It's like, is the... Is the book like there? No, we're good. Remember we had lice day? They check the kid's head for lice. Yeah, I don't know if they do that anymore. Lice ain't around. I mean, lice is still around. I just don't think they do that anymore at the schools. Are they just like I think you they do make the parents it. do that? Take you know? his ass to Rite Aid. Don't bring your kid in here if they got lice. It makes you think of like kids just rubbing their heads together as a new greeting. Do you know, lice <laughs> is like back on the uprise because of all the selfies that people like to do because women will put their head together. And then boom, lice. Oh, dude, they'll jump. They're just jumping. Oh, right they over. jump ship instantly. Yeah. They're like, fresh ground over here. Ah! That's disgusting. Selfie, selfie. There you go. You think selfie sticks will help? Yeah, they've helped on the uprise of lice sales. <laughs> Someone who is making a life, a lice detergent, a life detergent, a lice detergent or something, whatever they call it, the, the cure all, was probably just like, man, we're seeing it. Uprise. Yeah, he's just he's just drinking his <laughs> coffee, and it's just he has in a one room apartment in New York, and he just can't afford that, and he sold he's all the his entire bu- manufacturer of lice. He sold all his belongings. He's not making the lice bugs; he was making the medicine for I it. Know. You keep saying lice like he's creating the bugs. Well, I didn't finish the sentence, but I was implying that he's in charge of all. And the he keeps lice looking at the stock ticker, and it's just whatever. not catching a break, and. He goes. He to, would not be traded publicly. <laughs> no, he is. And he That's goes. That's why his company's failing. And he gets the phone call, and he's like, "Uh huh, I understand." He sets down, and he has a rotary phone. He still doesn't get what a selfie is. He puts it down, and he just picks up a revolver, puts it to his temple. Phone rings again. He's like, "I don't want to be rude." Uh huh. Puts the gun down. I'm listening. <laughs> Goes down to the local Best Buy, turns the channel. Hey, buddy, you can't do that. Fuck you. I just made a fortune. <laughs> Buying 
One, you just have small TV, and then you just see him. He's just got li- the lice comb and the fucking medicine. He's just like, Aah! he's on top of a blimp, and the blimp's made out of money. He's like, Aah! I'm just saying that was probably good news for them that lice was on the upright. He just again. sees the city; it's in flames, and he's just putting it out with money. He's like, fire it up, I just watched the crow. Got the DVDs. Not to the Blu-rays yet. Scary. It's a bit scary. I don't get it. Why are they blue? I don't get it at all. Is it because of the case? And everybody's like, dumb. Because <laughs> clearly this guy was stuck in 1997 as well. <laughs> and it was an alternate timeline. That's why we're still using blimps. Yeah. Stayed with the story, guys. So he's he is out and about with Apple. Somebody's watching, though. Yeah, someone's, someone's looking. Look at looky loo. And it's Zeus's boys. Mm-hmm. So they come down and they kidnap Apple after they have kind of a, a close moment where the kid and Apple, hey, Apple think about. Here's the thing. Apple's a cutie patootie. Yeah. He's a raging hormonal teen. He's got to He'll put it in anything. So he's just like, I want to lay Probably in. has. But it's very heroic. He's not trying to like, he's not making dirty sex jokes or like, no. hey, can I slap your teats around? He's very innocent, very right. naive. It, and and it, it works for the story. And the he's very actually likable. You don't mm-hmm. watch him go, look at this fucking punk shit snot ass bag. No, he, I mean, and <clears throat> my thing is he had great facial expressions. Yeah, yeah. Like he. Great double takes, just kind yeah. of. Like, he will just sell with his face really well. I mean, that has and, been mandatory a, in this movie. A fucking range of emotions. Mm-hmm. Like, he did sad, happy, you know, just everything. Like very complexed. Very competent. Yeah. So, it was, it was, it was solid. And uh, Apple gets kidnapped. He's like, fuck that. Yeah. Well, he kind of freaks out because he's like, I can't this, help her. Right. In this am, state. You know? Yeah. And he kind of, it's and it's the wasteland, too. I mean, you see this guy. This guy has, like, a gas mask. He has, like, one of the those Asian, like, rice hats on. Mm-hmm. He's pretty sweet looking. Like, he almost looks like a wasteland ninja, kind of. Yeah. I, I really dug it. And the guy, he, the kid knew he was, you know, outmatched with that. Yeah. And he yeah. starts booking it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the because there's two of them, right? I believe. I think it was just one. He just one. Oh, yeah. he, so he captured and, and chased essentially. Right. So exactly, because Apple wasn't going to go anywhere. No. And uh, during the chase, the kid kind of falls down this like just this door opens. And yeah, there's like a trap door opening, and then you discover it's um, it was almost like a ship, like a getaway ship. Maybe somebody was trying to bone out. Yeah, or well, I mean, it looked more like it was a buried vehicle. Like it could it, have been that like too. It had just like the dirt had covered it, because mm. uh, they showed like that one window that was broken or something. That's yeah. That's why. It, but it looked like a cockpit he was in, almost like he was like deuces. Here comes the big bomb. We're out. E five thousand. Well, no, but you got to remember whose ship it is. That's true. And the video that's playing, saying you're our you're our last hope and shit like that. It is. A, it is the corpse of Turbo Man. Exactly. The kid is not sad about this. He's actually pretty bummed. It's the same Turbo Man that has been glorified in the comics he was reading. Mm-hmm. So he's like, oh, shit. And this this video, this last message for Turbo Man's on this infinite loop. And he's like, whoa, whoa. That just, you know, that proves it. Mm-hmm. And so he hauls that corpse out and strips it. Like you would in the wasteland. And puts it on. With the exception of the helmet, because the helmet's a little crody, and he's just like, the helmet's eh. fucked up. Yeah, and his helmet's a little cooler. Yeah, so he keeps his own helmet, but he has a turbo glove now, which is basically a modded out power glove, which is awesome. Which is fucking awesome. Yeah, I know a lot of people do the gimmick power glove, Nintendo power glove, this and that. The way they did it, it was pretty cool. Yeah, it was. It was like 
almost Mega Man-ish, too. So. That's exactly what I was thinking the whole time. I was like, yeah. kid, helmet, boom, blast. Mm. Yeah. Mega shot, mega high, mega boom. And so the kid gets his gear, and he... Gives it a couple tests, a little, couple, a little test run? A little, yeah. A little shooty-shooty? Well, no, well, he shot once. And he was like, whoa! And then he kind of catches up with the guy that kidnapped Apple, because he tracks him down. Right. And that's when he gives it a second test shot. And blows off his entire torso and head and arms and all that. He's like, just, just leaves fucking legs. Yeah. It it's great, too. Great. The effects on it look great. Like, this was a, a lot of the time was spent to make this look good. Yeah. It did. And then we find Apple. Mm-hmm. Because we, uh, I mean, we kind of glossed over a part already, too, about the, uh, fucking, uh, cowboy getting captured, too. But we, we find Apple, the cowboy, and some random third guy. And they've been invited to the latest pool party. Right, well, because Zeus has already already kind of had beef with Cowboy because Cowboy mm-hmm. came sniffing, sniffing around looking for his brother. So, and he wants to shut Zeus down. Right. Like so he wanted to do an uprising. Zeus, Zeus puts his boys on the fucking case. Um, Cowboy, the crew that he's running with, gets kind of fucked up. Mm-hmm. And uh, all thanks to fucking Skeletron and the boys. So now the Cowboy is tied up and in a pickle. And he lost a hand during this well, no, yeah, he goes to he goes to interrogate him, and uh, it's pretty great because we do the same. He knows about the legend of Cowboy, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Hey, I heard you never lose an arm wrestling match. Let's do it." And it's the same thing, but this is even better. It's blenders that have been modded, so the blending blades are just exposed yep. with flames that can shoot from them. Mm-hmm. And they go to do the match, and let's just say Cowboy does not win, and now he's a righty. <laughs> yes and so he and that's where Zeus explains what the pool party is and what happens mm-hmm. if they lose and the science is his favorite thing and that basically he's turning people into water right because your muscles have water your brain has water yeah. and this extracts that and gives you clean water we're in the wasteland people we need the clean wawa you can get 10 gallons from a body that's great actually that's a great conversion and i was like man so you're like ew gross that's gross did, did and you, now they gotta later on the kid interacts with another character and he's like hey the water it's people was that a soylent green thing you think yeah i think so okay i was just nice checking. little tip to the hat of that oh, a lot of t- hat tipping in this yeah so then the kid shows up and then ruins it after that and he tries to shoot his gun his glove but it's recharging because he he wasted his shots mm-hmm. and he gets thrown in and then boom, we have an awesome fight and battle. Tons of carnage. Yeah. Because Apple goes off and just starts beating this guy with her gnome stick. And uh, what was the advice the <laughs> cowboy gave? He was just like, I'll take the big one. I don't and remember, but I laughed. He was like, or no, he was like, I'll take the one on the left. You take the big one. Just think of something. <laughs> or yeah, something, like, yeah, something you, like that. He take the, I'll take the big one, take the crazy one. She yeah. can take the stinky one or something. And then she just she runs into battle full force. Uh, the fight goes down. Uh, the good guys get the upper hand for a moment. And uh, the glove recharges. Yeah, the glove has to recharge. You can't just sit there and uh, spam these guys <laughs> with this glove. Which is good. I like that. Yeah. yeah I mean, it. You know. And basically, you know, not to spoil that scene anymore because it is a great scene. They, right. they get out. They right. they part ways because they need to because you don't want to see them all riding together all Doesn't the time. Doesn't Apple get that part oh yeah apple gets yeah. shot by zeus at that part 
Kazoo? But she steps up or stands back up, and you're like, what? The yeah, because Zeus, Zeus is like, fuck, fuck this. Yeah. And uh, so. That, that's that they make a distraction by um, blowing up the right, equipment. By blowing shit. up some equipment. And they bone out. Uh, they split up because, in all the confusion, the cowboy and the kid get split up. Well, he says we need to split up. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Mean. Because, I mean, let's be honest, you don't want to see them all together. Like, right. They need to come back. It's, and that's yeah. what happens. And that's where we learn, do we want to do the big reveal well, of how Apple survives? Well, if you figure out how Apple survives, and, yeah, now, we'll say that. and now there's a quest to keep Apple alive. Yeah. So that diverts the kid from, I mean, that's now his main priority. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think we can kind of skip ahead to that part. Basically, the kid and the cowboy come back together. Mm-hmm. Apple's existence is in flux. Sure. Whether she's still around or not right and we go to the big showdown yeah the kid and a cowboy versus zeus and his cronies and skeletron right and it's fantastic it's great it's 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 100 percent tons of fun yes the, from what they do from some the great visual gags yeah it's it's i mean i can't put this movie over enough of how much fun it was so yeah <laughs> I just because it's like it's weird. It's like talking about it. I just keep thinking about it, and I'm just like getting lost in my own thoughts. I'm just like I don't want to watch it again. Yeah, it, and that's pretty rare. It is. It's pretty rare. It's I I don't I guess I couldn't say it's for everyone because I think a lot of people will look at it and not really get what it's trying to do or not appreciate what it is, what they did with what they had mm-hmm. and what they created, kind of thing. Well, that and if you're not a fan of the things like the excessive blood i mean at one point it literally rains blood on them it's so fucking rad like 45 seconds straight yeah and i know you're thinking that's not very long that's a long time when you're watching two people interact and it's still raining blood it's so on them. sick dude like I, it was fantastic yeah so yeah just i mean and the graphics very impressive mm-hmm. you know i know that independent like when you know what you're doing with independent movies and graphics it's not that difficult to do great stuff like you know like freddie wong has shown sure you can do great shit on a on a budget and i think this movie just shows that that it's very evident that you can yeah you know? i mean really there wasn't a whole lot of graphics that they used mostly just his glove and and like i said some blood after he used his a couple glove. Of explosion things <laughs> yeah a couple of uh a couple of boosts to certain set pieces got it yeah. like yeah but it, it's not it's not a you know, drowning in it. So yeah, no, it, it wasn't like it's used sparingly and it's used well when it exactly. needs to be done to help improve the story, the movie, the setting, everything. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. I mean, overall, I just thought this was a fun as fuck movie. I yeah. mean, it's just, and it's like, there's not a lot going on. Like even us kind of talking about it didn't even take that long to do, but when you're watching it, you just kind of really enjoy the world. Um, and the acting is simple, you know, like, the cowboy, he was—he wasn't the best actor, but he did okay in the role that he had. I don't had. think, yeah, he was just basically like a clean Eastwood type character yeah. of just like, I talk low, I talk gravelly, you know, and I, I got the Kiwi accent. Yeah, and he just hey kid, he's just there to fucking crack heads, and yeah. he's just kind of be the old cool guy mentor dude, and it works. He everybody works like. I don't know. I didn't look at the and go, your acting sucks, boo. No. No. I, I well, not. and I think the kid saved it a lot because he did. He just kind of had a lot of charisma. Yeah. So I think him and uh, the kid and Apple were a great pairing. They oh, worked. They sure. worked very well together. 
Um, in Apple, her character's ador- like adorable all the time. Like yeah. she's super funny. She's your comic relief. She's not annoying. Right. She. She's when you adorable. first get her, you first meet her, you're like, whoa, what's going on with this character? Mm-hmm. Like, why you're so different and odd to be placed in this world? And it's and all because it ex- that's how he's going through. Yeah, and it's all explained. So it's, it just, I mean. I just don't want that to turn people off of like, oh, why did she this? Hey, man, just sit back and let it take its course, and it'll be, you'll be fine. And I think the casting for the young kid, like when he's younger, pretty spot on. Yeah, it was really spot on. Like I don't even be surprised if like that's his younger brother or some shit mm-hmm. because it was it was good casting. Even that kid was like, oh, you're not annoying, and you like did your little job well. Yeah, because children are terrible, especially as actors. Let me see. No, they're not related. Oh damn! Well, that's too bad. Maybe in a maybe in your heart they are. <laughs> so Kevin, it's come to that time. Do you pass or do you watch? Oh man, if you listen to us, you're probably gonna be kind of in the same wheelhouse we are on things, and this is a most definitely watch and watch and watch again. Uh, yeah, this is a, a buy, a straight up watch and buy. Yeah, like support this if it's. I mean, I know it's doing a lot of indie runs. I don't know what how many cities it's going to do. I think it was South by Southwest in earlier this year, so mm-hmm. I'm not sure if it's going to get played in a bunch of cities. Yeah, I think it. It's already done a couple of the big uh, film fests. If you can get a hold of it on a big screen, totally do it. Drag your friends to it. Um, if wait till it comes out on physical media and try to buy that or the because it's all it's available digitally, right? I believe so. So, I mean, I think you just got to get a hold of this. Yeah, well, I agree. That's a uh, Turbo Kid, twenty fifteen. They did a sequel, Turbo Man. I think we still can get a couple of kids out of them. All right. We do it fast enough. I the way the way it ends. Turbo Young Twenties. Uh, the way it ends, just keep calling him Turbo Kid, and then that's a struggle. Yeah. He has to, he he's, he goes across the wasteland or something, and he just has to, it's like Billy the Kid kind of thing. You know what I mean? Does he keep that moniker? Does he keep going forward with it? Or people just start calling him, you know, the kid, or just, and he's like, nah, I ain't that, you know. I'll fucking blow your head off with this thing. And then he's like, Doc Holliday's got a bad cough. And, you know, like, like the, the world is so open and vast, and it's almost, you can do whatever. And I, that's where I like to draw the Mad Max comparisons. Like this world, yeah. this world is infinite. So it's because it's the entire world, mm-hmm. you know, and we're just in a small corner of it. Well, they reference it. He's like, Apple, where are you from? She's like, I'm from the other side of the wasteland. Yeah. I'm like, cool. Then, then this can go as far as far and wide as you want it to. Also, super bonus points for how it uh, included the title of the movie in the movie. Sure. It was fantastic. I loved it. I'm always a big fan of that when it's done well. It's been a long time since I've seen it done well in anything. And so the way they did it was great. I was like, that was perfect. It was. Kudos to you guys. I'll just say it's too bad that Fury Road came out this year. This would be my pick. Oh. Uh, yeah. I don't know. That's, uh. If Fury Road came out did last Chappie year. Did come out this year? I don't know. Because that was real good. I don't know. Look it up. The phone. Why are you ask me questions? When well, I don't want to find out right in the middle of the podcast. And, and why? No one's sitting there like, no, I'll wait. You you don't you don't want to find out in the middle of the podcast so you look informative. What? No, because then people just I gotta fill dead air while we're searching. You don't people have like I didn't care. I already knew the answer. Dick fuzz. Di- Come on, man. <laughs> Dick fuzz. What? It came out in March. There you go. Was that so terrible? 
I don't know. Those movies are really good. Might mm. have to do a trios bell for them. No. Yeah. I'm you got to commit. I'm doing a trios. You don't do a trios bell for all the. I can do that. All the hoes you want a wife. <laughs> you start handing out belts to all three hoes. I mean, maybe I should. Maybe you should. Well, you got two already. <laughs> what you good? Kid. Yeah, I'm good now that you brought my real life into this. And people are going to be like, wait, does this guy two wives? No, I don't. <laughs> yeah, fuck you, Aaron. That's the only thing you heard of this fuck whole fucking podcast. Wives. Well, it's been us versus movies. Sure has been. It was Turbo Kid 2015. You listen to it now. Go watch the shit out of it. Commonmasters.com. We'll see you later. Let's roll. been more like the real turbo rider but you could totally be turbo kid <laughs> <laughs>